Hey, welcome back to Tunes Tunes Podcast. I'm your host, Harold. As always, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast. T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can listen to us on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your fine podcasts. So, uh, yeah, we got the boys from... The boys from boys, right? The men yeah. from boys. <laughs> the men from boys. Eh. Eh. Eh, boys, let's, eh. let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> it's an arrested development. It's uh, not a cartoon. Great show, though. Good great, point. Ba- great band. <laughs> Uh, so boys podcast is a podcast that I found, uh, from a friend of mine, Robbie is in the house Hello. and his co-host Josh. What up, Josh? What up? Uh, basic. <laughs> so, uh, I guess I don't, Josh, did you go to UCO or did you? I did. Okay. Uh, I went to UCO. I'm a, I'm a college dropout. Can you be, is it a college Kanye, dropout man. if you just stop going? I didn't like go, you know what? F this, I'm done. <laughs> I was like, ah, I can't really afford to go anymore. I, I slid out. Yeah. You didn't I, really drop out. You kinda, I just never went back. You sidestepped. You I just, sidestepped a little bit. You ceased to be. Yeah, I used to be. <laughs> I used to be in school. But yeah, I went there for a little bit. That's cool. Uh, I couldn't remember if we... And I know me and Robbie had a class. We had Mark Scott's advanced video class, I think yes. it was. Yep. And uh, I had randomly seen you at the speakeasy, and you're like, hey, dude, I do this podcast. And I'd heard of podcasts, but never really like listened to them or anything. Like I'd never like checked them out. Yeah. So, you know... I knew you were a cool dude. So I was like, well, let me just check out what like the show's about. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, and then I started finding other, like if there's something you like, there's a podcast about it. And that's the cool thing. It's endless. Yeah. And so, uh, I was like, man, this is cool. So I listened to yours for a while and it actually made me want to do a podcast. And so I started mine a, a little while after that, but yeah, it's really cool, man. I'm really excited to have you guys on and you already had me dude, on your show. So I had to return the favor for sure. Here. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's super flattering. Like, no one like grew up, growing up being in bands. The thing you want to hear is like, "Hey man, I love your band so much that I started a band." You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's something. Like the podcast is even, like this. It's our band, so it's that's awesome. That's awesome to hear. And I think there's parallels between because Josh and I both grew up playing music. I mean, I got my first guitar when I was 14. That's when my life changed. I immediately stopped being interested in sports, things that I was interested in before. Um, I've always liked to draw. I've always been kind of artistic in, in some regard. And as soon as I got a guitar, my world was just like flipped upside down. Uh, I'd like to take a minute, sit right here. <laughs> so they had here in the Prince of Choctaw. Yeah, Choctaw High School. Yeah, um, Choctaw America. But yeah. uh, to me, being in, being involved with a podcast is a lot like being in a band because it's kind of thankless. Like you know, you can look at your analytics. You know, we we've grown a lot in the two and two years and some change mm-hmm. that we've been doing this, and and I love doing it. But it's kind of like being in a band, whereas you can do it to want to get famous or rich, which mm-hmm. is more than likely never going to happen. Especially or, with podcasts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so or, many. Or being in a band. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, but you can also do it because you love to do it and you feel like you're building this this craft, you know. And, and I love that I get to meet so many different people and talk to people, get to know all different sides of, of people and, and things like that. And uh yeah, it is kind of thankless, you know? It's like, yeah, I do this podcast, and I, I tell people about it. See, I was repping right. boys at UCO. Mm-hmm. I was the cool older guy that went back to school. <laughs> to I dad. loved it, man. Can I be honest? So I was married when I was going to UCO. Uh, I wouldn't say happily. I would say... Well, obviously, you're no longer married. Right. Uh, but man, <laughs> going back to UCO as a 32-year-old guy was like the dopest thing. Because not only did I have my shit together, but... I really wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I went to high school or when I went to college right out of high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be there. I totally blew it. You didn't give a fuck. I did not care. Yeah. 
so going back, like I, I really wanted to soak up the information and that's why I think, you know, I did well and I graduated really quick once I went back and applied myself. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> well, that's why I'm glad college to meet you, is great. Though, Harold. Well, that's yeah. why. That's why. I, <laughs> Stay in school. I'm so glad I didn't go to school after or go to college after high school because yeah, I mean, it was spent, you know, just being a super selfish asshole. And I had friends, like, in, I was like, I was friends with people who were in college during college years. We would party all night and I would wake up at noon and they had to go to class at like 7 or 8 a.m. Like, pfft, idiots. But they were still partying their lives away and they'd drop out of school and blah, blah, blah. So Waste all that money? Waste all that money. So yeah, you go back as an adult. You get, you get in. You got your shit together. Get your ducks in a row. Yeah. This is my day off. I'm going to utilize it well. Not going not gonna to half-ass it. And look at you. You guys got degrees out of it. That's right. I got an expensive piece of paper. That's all right. Yeah. Mine was free. <laughs> I lucked out. What? Man. My old job. Are you Indian or something? No. Oh. Do I look Or Indian? Native American, I mean. <laughs> yeah, no. Native American, but uh, get it right. Get, get it, it right. Tight. No, I uh, I was working at a newspaper and they had tuition reimbursement. What? That's 100%. What That's crazy. Fuck? So all I had to do was buy my books every semester. That's clutch. Wait, did you have to front the money though? No. I brought the bill and they wrote me a check for what? it. And, and he I goes turned that into the bursar. Maybe I can yeah. bring them my like bills. Like my I'm not there anymore because guess what? I jumped <laughs> fucking ship as soon as I graduated. That's, that's a baller move. Yeah. Hey, thanks it's, for that great piece. See you later. It? I think that might be. No, that's I, a baller move. Might be for a sure. dickhead move. Like, fuck yeah. No. Well, you realize the, the degree you got wasn't useful in the job you had. Right. It was cool, man. My boss at the, at the newspaper was super cool. Like he was all about people bettering themselves. Mm -hmm. And I remember the day I went in to put in my, my notice, um, because I applied at this guitar pedal company. Um, they didn't have a video department and I wanted to be that guy. I was like, I, I wrote it all out in this proposal. I did all my homework. I, I made like a gear rundown of what I would need to do this. You know, I, I had a, a price of, or not a price, but an amount I wanted to make in a year. Uh, being a college graduate now at 33, 34. And uh, when I got when I got the job at the new place, I, I went to my boss and I was like, hey, man, we got to talk. And he knew. Like, he knew. Damn. And he was so cool about it. That's dope. Dude, it, I mean, I, I, I owe him so much, you know, because not only did he fund my degree, but he was so accepting of the fact that I had something else I wanted to do. And he was like, man, I'm just, you know, I'm thankful for the time you had here. And I was just taken aback by it. I was just mm -hmm. like, holy shit. Well, he invested in you as a human being. It was beautiful, know. man. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I mean, that's a true. I send him Christmas cards every thing. year. I mean, that's, nice. and see, that's the, that's the reach of it. Yeah. Is that people like that are high on recall for you because you're like, oh shit, this guy's actually a fucking human being before he's like, well, what can I get from you? Yeah, yeah. totally. And it's few and far between. Those people, those kind of people are like magnets, man. Like yeah. they just attract people and like they, they'll keep people. Totally. And that's really cool. Like, and you, like you said, you still send him a Christmas card every year. Every year. That's dope. And I'll, I'll stop by every once in a while and see him. I work not very far from the old office. So probably not as much. It's kind of like a grandparent. You know, it's like, yeah. I know. Listen. I haven't seen you in a while, Robbie. Mm -hmm. I know you're knocking on heaven's door. Ooh. <laughs> but you know what? It's Sunday and I'm stoned. Like, what? <laughs> I can't come. Yeah. I literally can't get out yeah. of the house. No. I Amazing opportunity. And in no way am I bragging about it, but it, it's something I'm proud of. I'm like, no, yeah, like, definitely. And, and to go back and finish, man. Like, it's funny because when I went back and we had these classes, these video classes and stuff, I didn't realize how easy school was if you just gave a shit. Because when I was 18, 19, and I was kind of not, not forced to go back to school, but, you know, 
uh, push to go go you to college. You feel like that's the trajectory you're supposed to go. It's on. the course of your life. Yeah, like you're, and you've the, been told your whole life this and is what the you last do. Last place I wanted to be. Yeah, you go to Choctaw College, Rose State. Oh shit! Get that degree. Oh yeah, but. When I went back to UCO to finish, like I loved the classes. I aced every class. I feel like I was the guy in the class, especially in the video classes, that like people wanted to be in my group. No, yeah, that's definitely true. And I ended up doing most of the fucking work. So that's why they wanted to be in yeah, the group. Happily, happily. <laughs> you know. And plus, you know, every every class I'd, I'd have a little crush on somebody. Oh yeah, there were some fine apples for sure. Dude, fine apples. So, so good. <laughs> yes. I miss those days. I, I want to go back and get my master's. For that reason? To look to, no, yeah. uh, to scope out them college ones. Some, yeah, yeah. some higher level hotties. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I got a walker. I need to get to the front of the class. But yeah. And that's the other thing. Like when I went to college out of high school, back of the class, didn't give a shit. I was like drawing in the margins of my notebook. Older, go back, front of the class. A, because I can't hear. B, you because- Can't see. Yeah, I can't see. C, because I just want to absorb everything. Yeah. You know, so- that's cool, man. I love it. I love the tangent that we went on just now. It was like, love to hear like the backstory with stuff like that. You yeah. Know I mean, uh, real quick, got to give a shout out to Vanessa House hooking us up with these beers. Yeah. yeah I'm enjoying What y'all drinking a, on? A cream ale. Vanessa House cream ale. I'll tell you one thing. The beer tastes great. The packaging is really what drives it home. We are looking for a sponsor, Vanessa House, boyspodcast.com. Just going to put that in there. <laughs> so you're drinking <laughs> the 401 cream I'm cut ale. That. I learned. <laughs> Cut that out. I bartended at the 51st Street Speakeasy. Shout out 51st Street Speakeasy. Learned that the 401k ale is called that yeah. because the group of friends pulled their 401ks out to start the brewery. Oh. No, that's, yeah, that's the cool thing about all their beers have like a story. Like the garage fire, they started a fire in their garage trying to make that beer. Broken tile was like. I'm having the broken tile double IPA. Yeah, they had like some delicious. story with like broken tile. I'm having the cirrhosis stout. It's delicious. <laughs> There was one. There's one called like Fifth Keg or something, and they had had like five kegs of beer. And they like lost an entire keg, so like when they were they had five, and all of a sudden they only had four, and so they're like, "What the fuck?" So then they just like named that. a beer after it. So I'm like, some "What the fuck? You guys are jokes. wild." Is the name of the brewery based on any, some kind of an it's inside a joke? street? There, there's a street in Norman called Vanessa Street or Road, oh, yeah. Yeah. and there's a house that they all lived in together on that. Street. See, that's that's college buddies. Yeah. The thing you always talk about in college, you're either drinking, drinking around, drinking or doing other things, and you come up with a business oper- a business proposal. We should do, we should start this. <laughs> L- let me ask you, Harold, how many times have you done that with some friends? Because I've done it. Oh, Josh, and we're going to open the bar. We're <laughs> going to open a venue. We're, we're not going to have a last call. We yeah. had, we've had probably 50, you know, great ideas. Yeah. Oh, you, you don't even write no, them out and all yeah. that. You think you can go into business with, like, I have a buddy that's a, that's a business major. And there's, like, a few of us that are all, like, different areas. So I'm mm. like, man, what if we, like, came together, like, on some Captain Planet shit and, like, combined our powers and started a company. And but you then you hear so many people, like, fucking their friendships up. Like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I But not do for that. us, man. But we're, we're going we're gonna to transcend different. that. No, no, yeah. Yeah. It's going to work. <laughs> that's what's so cool about us, man. We, we've known each other for so long. We know each other. Like, and then you, then you get old and you start a podcast <laughs> with a shoestring budget. Well, yeah. yeah, speaking of the podcast, I was going to say, um, for people that maybe haven't heard of the show or like just kind of want to learn more about like what you guys talk about, can you talk a little bit about, little bit about what you guys do and like the kind of guests you have on such? Yeah, so the name of the show is called Boys. It's boyspodcast.com, and we'll get the plugs out at the end of the show. That's that, We'll get the plugs Anytime out for the third time. After I just That's said boyspodcast.com. So yeah, Josh and I, we've been friends since we were about 14. Yeah. We're well into our 30s, knocking on 40 now. That's and so crazy. I know. 
It's that the kids still got it though. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I was getting checked out by the pizza lady today. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, I felt good. I, you know, I'm I'm I've got a girlfriend. Uh, I'm in an LTR with my GF, and uh, <laughs> you've DTR'd. What? Define the relationship. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, is that um, a thing? Oh, but you know, there's yeah. something there's something special about uh about getting that look every once in a while. You know. Yeah. You a married man? Yeah. Okay, but you, you're a married man. You're a committed man. You're a good man, Harold. But if you're at the pizza restaurant and some little, pizza some little so juggalo, <laughs> if you're at the pizza parlor and some little, little fine juggalo gives you the eye, does it not at least give you a little confidence? You're like, the boy's still got the Fago. Yeah, dude. I just sprayed it, the Fago all over. It was it was great. Reenacted. Oh, it's, it's nice to get get the look. You're like, okay, maybe, you know, make, like you're saying, boy's still got boy's it. Still yeah. Got it. So, yeah, back to the podcast. Uh, we've been friends a long time. We had this idea to do a podcast. Uh, the theme basically is, so let's say you, you, know, you, you did come on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we talked about your podcast, but at the same time, we like to focus on how you got to where you are. So let's say we had, oh, I don't know, Mick Jagger come on next week. You know, yeah, we talk Tune about in. that little band, that little band, the Stones. <laughs> but we talk about like, how did you get to be where you are? And, and that's fun. And, and we like to talk about kind of like our awkward years of adolescence. And right. I tell a lot of embarrassing stories. Josh does too. Yeah. Uh, I the guests oh to do that God. too. So the, yeah, guests will tell some, some if doozies. You, yeah. So yeah. If, so say if we had Mick Jagger on, I would <laughs> sure tell me about your bands that you grew up in, but did you ever shit your pants? I was going to say the same <laughs> thing. When you were dude. like 12 or 13 or no. did you ever have an awkward moment with a girl where <laughs> yeah. she totally just rejected you and you felt like shit and you still harbored at 88 years old or however old it's the lobster bucket mentality we push other people down to rise yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no and i'm saying uh right now i don't know at what point people are listening to this episode but after this episode's over go to boys podcast and find oh my god i can't remember what episode it was but you talked about doing your show that was 117 smitten smitten yeah dude and listen that- to the episode smitten and you will fucking die laughing when it gets to Marilyn Manson part. That wait, was... Wait, I lost my shit when I got to that part. I was listening to it at, my, at work and I was just like fucking hell. That's dude. where I wish we were video podcast because you were, you were reenacting the movements and I was like, oh no. Dude, that was one of those moments and I love those moments. Like I kind of live <laughs> for those moments because I don't... Like I'm an open book, man. Mm. Like I have nothing to hide. When I told that story though, when I went back to edit the episode you know, just like package it. We don't do much editing, but we package it, you know, intro, outro, plugs in the middle, all that stuff. When I went back and listened back, it was one of the few times where I was like, maybe I should cut this out. <laughs> oh my no. God. No, it makes the, it makes the show. That was, I'll have to say, I have to be honest with you. I, I don't remember much before that part. Like it was a good episode to, up to that point. Well, that story, the story was so much that it, it kind of like, what the hell? Yeah, you out of it. What yeah. the fuck, dude? This guy's like talking about, this guy does not give a fuck. And no. I think that's the cool thing about it is that it's like personable. You guys don't feel like you're trying hard. And it really does feel like you're just like sitting, talking to your buddies or something like well, bullsh- man, I really bullshitting. I appreciate the yeah, kind yeah. words. That, that's kind of what the show really is. Like we sit down and we just turn, we just hit record and go. There's no pre-planned I mean, we have like, we'll have like ideas yeah, and things, but we list. won't, we yeah. won't just push things. Just kind of let it go and flow. And that's what guests will be like. So do you guys have like, do you want to talk about something? Like, nah, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're just going to shoot the shit and whatever comes out, comes out. We sit in a dark room and swap embarrassing stories for the most part. <laughs> um, that story though. Yeah. Not to, not to stay on that too long, but 
No, that was. I'd say it's a good jumping off point for the show. That was a general. good fucking yeah. episode. Did, that cracked me up. So like I had the, to close my door in my office because I was cracking up. I was like, I was like getting secondhand embarrassed. Oh, I thought you were gonna say boner. No, no, no. Well, I was excited too. Okay. No, Sex- I was sexually. like, you get like the, you know, when you're like, oh, fa- I'm fucking embarrassed because oh, this yeah. guy Oh, yeah, when you're cr- like when you're for somebody else, yeah. you get oh. like the, the chills. I'm, like, I'm embarrassed oh. on their behalf. Oh, like yeah. when you see somebody, like a friend do stand up or a friend do like a, an acoustic show or something and you're just like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. That's how I was like, oh, God, I feel like I don't want anyone to see me right. It's like you don't jack off and run out the door. Like you feel like the shame is still on you. That? That, that Louis C.K. bit. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, yeah, well. Now, I don't know if we could talk about him now. Uh, but, fallen hero, in my uh, opinion. <laughs> he's like saying, like you don't, you don't jerk off and run out the door. No, like, the shame to, is still on you. You have yeah. to like reflect on yeah. your shame. When I was about fourteen, I used to hang out with this guy that lived next door to my best friend Russell, and uh, he was a crackhead, and he had a small, you know, maybe a f- four by six little vanity mirror right next to his front door, and I, th- for the longest time, I was like. Why, why do you have a mirror right by your front door? And finally, he told me one day, he was like, it's so when the cops come, I can check myself, make sure I don't have any, like, residue on my face. That's smart. Yeah, I was like, crackhead genius right there. <laughs> wow. That, yeah. Crackhead ingenuity. That is, that's yes. crackhead ingenuity for sure. <laughs> so. No, and yeah, I think it's a definitely, you know, there's so many, like, these podcasts where, like, we just talk about nostalgia, and that's cool, and, like, that's cool if it's your thing, but... The interesting thing about yours is that it's not just that, you know, you talk about what you, what's going on this week. What are you working on now? Like, mm-hmm. so you give them the opportunity to plug what they're, whatever they're doing, like in the moment, what's going on right now. And then you go like, you throw in, sprinkle in like the embarrassing stories. And that's just like, well, I appreciate the kind it's of, it's a good recipe. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, like Thank you. We, we're both huge fans of podcasts. I, I personally listen to all different kinds of podcasts. Some podcasts are kind of like ours and there's kind of free form Whatever. Some are, are just improv comedy. Some are uh, straight up like true crime. Some are like uh, conspiracy theory podcasts. But I always go back to the ones that are kind of in the vein of ours, just because it's they're just more fun because it's more open ended. I yeah. guess they're not. You're not like so. This is exactly what I'm going to. And sometimes I want to listen to one that's just about you know Star Trek season eight episode whatever. You know, yeah, like the very specific show. Yeah, very specific show. But sometimes I just want to. I just want to chuckle. And that's what we do at Voice. We bring the chuckle. We mix it up. We put <laughs> we your style and chuckle. my style. And we we, we. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Polly Shore talk on the podcast. Well, that, that's what Shore. it was going to be at, at the beginning. It was, yeah. It, it was, was going to be called sh- Encino Bio, Biodome. It's going to be called podcast. Surely, yeah. surely you're not serious. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, Fuck I love me. doing it with Josh. Like, I, I did a podcast before that did really well. We we got really lucky early on and got some kind of bigger guests, and it like it pushed the trajectory super far and then we kind of burned out after a while and then i tried to do my own show for a while and i think i got about three episodes in and i was like i can't do this just alone alone. well it was me with a guest oh gotcha gotcha but the first time a guest canceled or couldn't make it or whatever i was just like i'm not going to just rant into i'm not alex jones you're not mark maron yes (laughs) speaking of mark maron i listened to his episode with joe walsh today holy shit you know i'm a joe walsh fan yeah dude okay I bowed out of the Marin show for a while. Should I I, jump back in? No, 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 no. But I should listen to the Joe Walsh. Yes. Okay. Uh, Two takeaways. Number one, Joe Walsh is fucking awesome. (laughs) I knew he was awesome. Well, he LBTs. He, don't we all. (laughs) Secondly, he's getting old. Yeah. And he had a, Joe Walsh, the clown prince of rock and roll, had a very hard life. 
His nickname really Self is the clown inflicted, if you know what oh, I mean. Oh, you like that booger sugar. He did. He did. Uh, 25 years sober. But yeah, he's got the real old man marble mouth. Oh, God. And see, one thing I pride myself on. So you get on, the graminase. Some, right. Dude, great callback. <laughs> one thing I pride myself on is is I like, maybe it's narcissism, but I like the sound of my voice. I like, that's why I like to podcast. One yeah. of the reasons. But man, I was hearing him and I was just like, fuck, You're they like, should have EQ'd this. They should have like, he's. Someone he's, should have known better. He's getting, I mean, it's Mark Maron. He had the fuck, he had Barack Obama on. Yeah. Like, anyways, great episode. Mm-hmm. Check it out. I'll check it out. <laughs> I'll sit through listening to him, Marble Mouse. He's a thing. sweetheart. I, I, he's a good guy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, I mean, I love doing what we do. And just to wrap up that part, uh, check us out. Like, it's fun to do. And we're going to keep doing it. Like, you know, we were talking about earlier, we used to have guests on every week. And then we went through a phase where we, it was just Josh and I. Uh, but now we're back to having guests. And I kind of like mixing it up because Josh and I have been friends for so long that we can sit down and just bullshit for an hour. You know, oh, and, yeah, those are great episodes, too. But, but having people like, you know, Harold Story on right. is also amazing. So, best of both worlds. Well, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get to meet new people. And you it's know? fun, yeah. It's fun to have, like, someone... It is cool to, like, be able to talk to your buddy and everything, but then to kind of switch it up and, like, have someone in, like... Sure. That's well, dope, too. We've had we've had guests on that we, we, we know personally. We've had guests on that we do not know at all. And when they come on, it's new for all of us. And you have to kind of get over that awkward hump. But that's when you learn... For instance, we had one guest on and it with just mind blowing stories to where we went longer than we usually do. It's like, dude, keep telling more of these crazy ass stories. <laughs> it's like it's part just, one and two. Yeah. So it was just so that much is fun, fun, man. Like we're just in it. You're like, oh, fuck. I guess it's going to be a three hour episode, whatever. Yeah. I'm not cutting this. We're <laughs> well, gonna that's keep the best feeling when you're yeah. when you look because we, we recorded like a Tascam digital recorder that's just like sitting right next to me. And I'll look over and check the timer every now and then. But with that episode, mm-hmm. I looked over and we're just like, oh, fuck, we are in. We mm-hmm. are in deep. And this is not <laughs> wrapping up anytime soon. So, yeah. Hey, it's great. Man, so the way it goes. You got it. You have a, uh, an abundance of uh, content. It's never a problem. Uh-huh. I love to talk, so it's not a problem. <laughs> well, the uh, one of the cool things was, uh, you know, going on your show, uh, it was one of those things just like you gave me the opportunity to come and like kind of plug what I did. We didn't necessarily talk about animation or cartoons or anything which isn't a problem because that's not like what you guys are setting out to do mm-hmm. so then i was when i was gonna have you guys on i was like i wonder if these guys even really are into animation or like anime and it was an interesting pull for you robbie that um when i you know asked kind of what was your, one of your favorite things you said ghost in the shell mm-hmm. and so that's a big one on recall for a lot of us because um especially here in the united states ghost in the shell was monumental and for us getting a lot of anime um going back a little bit not to bore you guys with like a little bit of the history but like we showed uh, akira i think i was showing you guys a poster earlier but yeah, yeah we showed akira question. and that was a huge movie it had got a limited release here in the united states actually came out the same week in december as the simpsons so it's like these two very adult themed cartoons yeah and it's like i don't know if it was planned that way for serendipitous what the deal was but the how well doing Akira did in theaters really spurred like, oh, well, maybe there's a market for this. And so it they went on to found uh, Manga Entertainment. That was a production company that brought Akira to back then. It was VHS. Is that the logo? <laughs> Hit the mic. Is that the logo with like the cross? I think it is. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. Um, I was trying to do some research on it earlier, so I didn't like get my, my shit mixed up. But um, so that was a... Uh, 
gave them the opportunity to actually put Akira out on VHS, give it a global distribution, and it like killed. So with that mo- with that money that they made off of that, they're able to license uh, co-license Ghost in the Shell and release that. That was a huge success, and that went on to just let them be able to license and bring anime just in waves to the United States. That and at that point, that was around like ninety five to two thousand, yep. right around Toonami. Yep. And so that brought a, hu- a huge wave of shit. But if it hadn't been for movies like Akira or Ghost in the Shell, like we would, we may not know anime as we know it today in the United States. Yeah, that. And so that was a really cool like thing that you said. I was just like, oh, I wonder if he. Well, that movie has always been important to me. Uh, I actually was introduced to Ghost in the Shell by the comic book, uh, Dark Horse Comics. I oh, think yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. 90, 94, 95, 96, something yeah. like that. Um, I remember I, I, I've always been into comic books, especially when I was younger. And uh, I was in the comic shop and I was looking through comics, you know, and I saw this dark horse, one of four ghosts in the shell. And I looked at the cover and I was like, whoa, this is really cool looking. And I had I knew nothing about anime whatsoever other than like the stuff when I was a kid, like Voltron, which, you know, that was anime, but it was kind of removed from that. I feel like my it's kind ex- of Americanized, Americanized for my young, you know, brain and I had the like the huge Voltron figures and all that stuff uh, but I saw this cover and of course me being kind of a perv I was like this is kind of hot Some big old titties yeah boobs and she's like naked-ish yeah it's, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of goofy so I, I saw that <laughs> and uh, and I and I bought it and I went home and I read it and I was so let down at first because it has this beautifully painted cover and I'm probably going to butcher the name but I know his last name is Shiro yeah, what was his name? Masamune? Uh, yeah, Masume. Masume Shiro. Masume Shiro. Something like that. And I saw this cover and I was like, holy shit, these eyes are so expressive. She's like draped in all these cables and she's got this like clear armor on. Like, oh, so cool. And I get home and I'm so excited to read this. <laughs> and I open it up and it's yeah, black like, and white. Oh, they spent the whole budget in the cover. Yeah, <laughs> I was so bummed because I was used to X-Men, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, full color Spawn. frames and shit. Yeah. yeah. So I open this up and I'm like, oh, what a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> So I read it and I'm just blown away by it because it's like, you know, corporate stuff and it's very, it's very cyberpunk. And that birthed the interest in the cyberpunk genre for me. And see, that's the spillover with Akira too. Totally. Cyberpunk. Totally, man. And that to to this day, that is my favorite genre of like any sort of film or comic book or, you know, story or anything like that. Yeah. Um, And then the movie, I saw some of the movies and I like those as well. Uh, I just, I love the guy's art style. Uh, and yeah, it just kind of started from there, man. That is so dope. It's cool to hear, like, you know, when you don't explicitly ask someone, you don't really expect them to, like, be into the same shit as you. But the more you talk to people, you're like, oh, shit, like, we're not so different. Like, we actually have a lot of shit in common. Like, that's so crazy. Like, I love hearing that type of stuff. Yeah. And that's why I like to have people on and be like, oh, shit, isn't this crazy? We like the same stuff we didn't even know. Like, it's totally. And it's totally not the cool thing to be into back in the day either. Like, we, we I mean, I talk about that on my show probably every episode is that, you know, you kind of low key get shit on because it's like fucking anime. Like, that's weird. Yeah, it was like in a, it was very much pushed in like the nerd category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like before nerd was cool, like you would see like the scrolls for like all of the different like movies and stuff and that's that was my introduction to anime was just seeing scrolls in like a Suncoast store or yeah. something like <laughs> rest what in is peace that? Suncoast again yeah. boobs you're like 12 like those are boobs I can see what that is I'm gonna look that <laughs> up and you by look it up you want to go try to find the, the VG, VHS or something well the great thing about anime to me and I, I my anime knowledge is pretty limited 
but they're not afraid to just be what it is. You yeah. know, it's oh, like, yeah. yeah, guys like tits, guys like guns. Mm-hmm. We're going to, guys like swords and magic and dragons and, and all that stuff. And then there's all kinds of anime. Like there's anime out there just for girls. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of love stories and, and, and high school and stuff like that. And then there's like blood and guts and technology for the guys. And it's like, that's dope. If we could just own that a little more instead of being so fucking paranoid and, scared to just oh what are they gonna think yeah it's like no dude i trust me i've seen it all yeah (laughs) when it comes this guy fucks y'all let me tell you sometimes uh i've seen it all (laughs) i like some of it most of it but yeah then there's like the weird part of it though where it's like you know the the neck beard fedora waifu body pillow but i think that's just so bastardized by like 4chan and the internet yeah well it's just like any any fandom has like the Part where you're like, uh, that's creepy. That, that like, fucking guy, that, yeah. yeah, like that guy of the fandom. And you're right. like, ugh, this guy's making us all look bad because he's a fucking douchebag. Yeah. But yeah. Josh, one of the things that you had uh, tabbed as being one of your favorite shows is one that's super close uh, to me because, like, I fucking love the theme to X Men, like the that the series from the nineties. It's X-Men, probably undefeated as far as like themes go. X Men the animated series was my first thing that I like got into and you know what I mean by that? Like where you're just like, this is it. This is my thing. This is my fucking thing. I'm so into X-Men. And because of that cartoon, I mean, it debuted in like 92. So I was 10. That's what got me into comic books. So, Oh, this is the comic book. So I'd go to the store and I'd, anything X-Men I would get. And yeah, well this, the opening theme song, the opening is Still to this day, the coolest fucking opening to rocks. any show ever. Yeah, it's like shit fucking shreds. It's rocking, and then that it's like the action and shit. Have you seen the like builds? So so it was. I think they have a Japanese when it the Japanese aired in Japan. Have you seen the Japanese one? No, I haven't, dude. So Wolverine's like cutting off heads and shit. Yeah, it's fucking brutal. But then some of them do their powers aren't really their powers. Yeah, so but it's it's fucking cool but no the animated series was the shit because it was all it wasn't serial but it kind of went in some sort yeah, of an order it was kind of one of those ones you could like come in at any point and be like okay like this is yeah. cool like they're fucking around and they, they're the almost doing like shit. a three-part series so like three episodes back to back would be one story like yeah. the apocalypse or the um the juggernaut the, the juggernaut or the uh, phoenix saga or the uh, wolverine Sabretooth saga so yeah, I, and I really liked the animation of it. It was just it was, and it seemed the actual animation wasn't wasn't dark, but the story seemed a little. Oh yeah, and it was it was super like it seemed kind of some of the themes were like this is like it's supposed to be a kid show, but there's right. like this love triangle with Wolverine and Jean and, and Cyclops, like what and, the fuck? Yeah, and then Rogue and Gambit and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. It introduced me to the idea of the three way. Hey, yeah. which was great. No looking back. You know that was an option. Yeah. I'm just worried about getting that first one, my guy. <laughs> so I bring in another. I have to find one willing. Yeah, so. <laughs> who would you, uh, if you had to pick one, I was kind of putting you on the spot, but who would you say is your favorite X-Men? Gambit. Dude, down. that's, yeah. Yeah. And they've yet to have a good Gambit in the movie. That's crucial, man. You yeah. can't just pick any old Tom Hardy. I don't no, know. Okay, so, so when I was <laughs> a kid. Taylor Kitsch in one, but. Yeah, he could. Looks wise, maybe pull it off, but yeah, they yeah. didn't. They didn't do it. His Cajun accent was in and out, and really just terrible. He See, I was thinking southern accent. I was thinking Adam Sandler for the new one. Oh, he'd be really great. <laughs> well, he did Cajun Man, which is a great. Oh, start. so just Cajun it's Man, yeah. Chili, yeah. man. Uh, you just get the guy that's like the guy that always mumbles in the Water Boy. He's already Cajun. 
Oh, uh, Rob Schneider? No, no. Oh, no, the other guy, the big fat guy. Yeah. Though. He's, He's like, you see Homer was naked? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a like Joe Dirt, isn't it? Yeah. It, it is. It is yeah. Joe Dirt. Yeah. And you like to see Homer was naked? That's great. I've seen Joe Dirt for the first time recently. I had never seen it before. Yeah. Holy shit. And my girlfriend's really into Well, she's a real dirt She's a real dirt bag. She's a real dirt bag. That's a big old pile of poopy. I, I, I never saw it before. I just, I just, it was one of those movies where I just happened to miss, you know? Yeah, yeah. Not, it's not I'm, great, but it's, an, no, it's, it's underrated. I'll tell you it's what. Good. In the it's spectrum really good. of David Spade, it yeah. is his magnum opus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Better than what, Dickie Roberts or whatever. Well, yeah, and I told you there's a Joe Dirt too, and you were oh, amazed. Oof. Have you seen And you're like, you 4K. No. It's bad. Don't Going back it. to the X-Men real quick, though. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, Wolverine, all the oh, way. Yeah. yeah. All the way. But as I get older, it kind of changes around. Like I, I went through a Nightcrawler phase. Yeah, Nightcrawler's pretty dope, dude. He's sick. I like him in the, the cartoon, se- especially or in the Sega German, Genesis right? Game. In the cartoon, yeah. Go, go, yeah. Go into the uh, uh, live action version, the X Men movie where they had Nightcrawler in with an X Men two. Yeah, seeing that on screen was dope as yeah, shit. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. They did a good job for sure. Really good job with that one. Uh, I went through a Beast phase. I thought Beast was pretty dope. Yeah. Kelsey I think, Grammer. I think he's kind of overlooked, like Beast in general. Oh, yeah. Even on the cartoon. But yeah, now I, I think I'm just back to Wolverine. Wolverine. And he's so small in the cartoon. He is. Like, you don't realize short. how little he is, and then Hugh Jackman. It's like, what? Yeah, you, you need a huge like a jacked man. You need yeah. like a four foot nine. I could play Harry. You could totally I just need to be Wolverine. Do some push ups. We'll no, be all right. No, dude. as is. Dad bought Wolverine. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, Wolverine, to Wolverine me. really let himself go here. Well, he should be Dad bought Wolverine <laughs> for sure. Well, going back to the comic books, like when I was, man, I, I think my my peak of comic book interest was probably around the time I was like 13 to 15. And I bought up all these old Wolverine comics, like the old Frank Miller covers. Mm-hmm. And he was short and he he was cut, stout. but he was stout. Yeah, he was a very teapot. stout. Barrel yeah. chest. It's like a he was a da- like a dad that has like not a six pack, but not a <laughs> it's a hard belly. Yeah. I imagine like like a barrel the, chest. When the spandex, like it's gonna suck it all in, like a like what do they call those things? Of course. Like no, like a, a spank. Spanx. Yeah. Yeah. Wearing a spanx. And I'm just imagining Wolverine taking that shit off and just like uh. <laughs> looking like Homer Simpson <laughs> like underneath it. Like he's been yeah. lying all day. Yeah. He's like, I'm a I'm a fraud. I'm a fraud. It's that it works wraps. That's what those are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suck it in, hold it on. It's like, you know, five hundred yards of ace bandage yeah. out of his gut. <laughs> no, man, that is too funny. Uh, another one I wanted to ask you about, Robbie, was uh Record of Lodos War. Yes. Um I uh, I don't think we talked about it whenever I was on your show, but I do know you're a fan of D&D, and I play oh, yeah. D&D. Yeah. And so I wondered, uh, I don't know if it's too much of a reach, but was that kind of something that came about because of your interest in D&D, or did that get you interested in D&D? Uh, the first, uh, yeah. because I got into that much later. It okay. was only probably about five years ago. I'd seen it growing up. Uh, I had a friend who had an older brother that was really into anime, and he had like the whole, the old school like VHS collections where there's like eight or ten of them in a big box, you know, and they, they've got the art on the side that like spans all of the spines, you know. And I, I remember him watching it and being like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, what is this? And then I went back and truth be, I mean, just to be honest, I like I found a torrent of it because, I mean, you can't can't really find that shit anymore unless you like buy the DVDs or whatever. And I was like, I'm going to check this out. So I downloaded it and I watched it and I was captivated by it because it reminded me of the Voltrons and the Speed Racers and a lot of the anime from like the late 80s. I'm not sure when Lotus came out, but when they swing a sword and it's like that super bright blue, like shing. Yeah, the 
and there's the like, you know, and they jump and there's like all the motion lines behind them and stuff like that. And plus, yeah, I'm, I'm really into D and D RPGs in general, things like that. And the whole like medieval tone of it just really did it for me. And of course, being a perv, I really like deed lit. Yeah. Like she, I was in this <laughs> fantasy. There's the, yeah. There's the woman character in every show. You're like, okay, yeah, Chitara, you're fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I put that on your, you guys talked about that one time. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had a fantasy basketball team a few years ago and, uh, I had Deedlit hugging a computer that had the Windows 98 logo on it. <laughs> this was all photoshopped, and it was so dope. It's and I was like, Man, I want that on my it? fucking T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, I photoshopped it all. No, just do it on like one of those old. You just print it out on like your printer, and then you just iron on to yeah. a T-shirt. Yeah, the old, oh, the, old, the old stick to the chest <laughs> iron-on transfer. Yeah. No, that's funny, man. I didn't know if that would be too much of a reach, but it sounds like that's about the vein of it. Like how you were got it kind of interested into that one. Yeah, I would say that D&D was the catalyst for me getting into that anime. Plus, the fact that it's old and kind of this, like, epic. It's so long. I think it's, like, it's at least, I think, 15 episodes, maybe more than that. I'm and not familiar. Lodo? Yeah, Record of Lotus War. Okay. Yeah, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. That That's how I said it. nerdy, yeah. but... It's in a it, good way. I'm not knocking it. It's it is pretty nerdy. Epic. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a flash drive with it on there. Yeah. Dude. A couple of flash It's worth drives. the torrent from what he said. Yeah. 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 At least. I actually, I go down these rabbit holes all the time. I'll get super into something. And my first thing is to get on eBay. Like, oh, like with, like with record, I was like, I'm going to get on eBay. I'm going to buy the VHS set. No, I'm not. They're like $500. God damn. Well, I mean, they're rare these yeah. days. I mean, supply and demand, I guess. But dude, I still have an old Sony VHS player damn in my boy. living room. Yeah, dude, it's great. And I still watch VHSs every once in a while of things that I can't find yeah, digitally yeah. or streaming or something. When like I, uh, so my wife, when we were first dating, one of our first dates, so I was like, I thought it'd be fun to go to Vintage Stock and they were having like the sale that I'd seen. And so we went and bought, um, it was like a dollar VHSs and I had, I had 20 bucks. So I was like, let's just go buy all the VHSs we want. So we went and bought a bunch of like, and they had a lot of good shit, like Mighty Joe Young, shit like that. And so every once in a while we would like pop one of those in and watch like an old VHS, have to rewind it. Yeah. Be kind, rewind. I'll tell you what, it's so funny. Getting older, one of the things I never thought I would admit is that people don't realize about that technology anymore. Like the way we scoffed at our parents' eight tracks. Yeah. No, yeah. Younger people these days scoff at the VHS. You're right. Like it's not on demand. You can't like swipe your finger. Dude, they scoff at DVD. How did you stream it? I'm like, bitch. I know people that don't, I know people that have never bought a CD. And that's fucking crazy. That's crazy. It's like the realization. You're like, fuck, maybe I am getting old. But they know about cassettes because that's like, that's made like a comeback with bands. They'll they'll put their album. Yeah, vinyl Right. Yeah, vinyl uh, Yeah, I've seen that uh, Morrissey, like his last album, he put it out on, I was at Vintage Stock again, but uh, he had a CD, uh, a record, like a full-size record, and then he had it on a cassette tape. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck, Morrissey? Cassettes are cool. Like, I, I get the vinyl resurgence because- Records sound warm. They sound great. Cassettes suck. Like, yeah, they're they're cool. They're, they're cool tokens. Very like, thin sounding. Well, no. I've I've been You're in right, bands yeah. and we made cassettes, but to me they're more of like a paperweight or like a conversation yeah. piece. Yeah. I've, I I buy cassettes. Uh, a buddy that we work with, Trey, he puts out like electronic music and he puts it out on cassette. And I've actually bought them from him That's because cool. it's a it's a neat trinket. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, dude, I'll buy the cassette and listen to it on Spotify. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, but we, a record, uh, I will put on a record. I had a car for a while that didn't have like a, for some reason, like my, um, you get one of those tapes that has like the headphone jacks. So oh, you get, yeah. Like, you put it in your CD player. My your, shit wouldn't work. Your disc. Oh. So I was like, fuck. And so I could listen to radio, but uh, 
Did you get that FM transmitter? Yeah, man. I know. I was like, like, oh, I gotta get one of those. Yeah. Oh they yeah, suck. those things. Yeah, they suck. But uh, my uh, my father in law, he had a rent house, and he had some piece of shit tenants that left on him like last minute, and uh, so we went and like there was all this shit that they left, and there was like this huge like one of these like albums of tapes that just like had random tapes. Mm-hmm. So like I was like, can I have some of these? He's like, sure. So I had like I had some good shit. I had like uh, a couple Aerosmith tapes. Uh, a Shania Twain tape. Hell yeah. Uh, I had a uh, crisscross, the jump, yep. the one the jump was on. Yeah. I had that. So I was like hardcore bumping them shits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever like, have the cassette single? Like, oh, with like, yeah, the, yeah. it has like only two on one side. Yeah. Or like one on each side. Yeah. I, I it's just like imagine, a remix. Like, driving or, in a yeah. car. Instrumental. Like, it just plays Instrumental. Like, yeah. Make you jump, jump. Uh huh. And then it stops. like, Gotta flip it over. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to the instrumental version. Or you just sing along to the instrumental yeah, version. Yeah. And do Get your own. Practice. I know the words. It's karaoke a la Josh. Yeah, yeah. No, but uh, <laughs> kind of, I just got getting off on another tangent. But speaking of VHSs, um, one of the first uh, times I ever saw porn was in, on VHS. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was my stepdad. My stepdad was a Always huge a stepdad. Perv. It's a huge perv. And so, um, I had this VHS tape. There was like this box of just random shit that was in my room when I was a kid. And I had one of those big like CRT TVs yeah. or whatever that had like the built-in VHS. So I thought Wait, it was like a hundred sh- pounds. I-, I thought it was the shit because yeah. I had like the built-in VHS. I was like, I can make my own tapes, bitch. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I found this like tape randomly. Like I was like looking at some tapes that I had and there was this box. I didn't know where it was from or anything. And there was this tape in there. It was called College Coeds 2. The and sequel. so I was like, what is this? So I like popped it in and like up to that point I'd seen like scrambled Cinemax titties yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. This was like hardcore. It could be a shoulder or anal a beads. Whoa. Like whatever happened to pee, the anal bead? Like pee you stuff. Don't you don't see those anymore. It was, I was like, Wait, did you say pee stuff? Yeah. Now you got my attention. I was like, Jesus. Oh, so it was like, okay. It was baller. I watched that tape like 10 so times. So it was in a box in your room. Yeah, I was like, what did they were like trying to hide it? Like, were they trying to plan it on me? I felt like I was getting set up. Right. Like, <laughs> mom, I never seen that tape in my life. No, we. I found porn in my buddy's dad's closet. It was in like a fucking black duffel. Like, he was like. Like a body? It was a body size <laughs> duffel bag. It was black. No one will look in here. Let me no, put my porn in there. Here. <laughs> but almost like it was like, you know, when you see like a movie, like a. a taken where it's an old military guy and he pulls i got a one last job he pulls that duffel bag down yeah. and zips in there's like a rifle or something like, like the a bunch military of yeah like like we unzipped it it's just filled with porn because like vhs's but they're not in boxes or cases and they're nondescript they're they don't have anything written on the spine but the name of it is on like the top box in between the two windows you yeah. Know? yeah yeah so classic is, classic you, top know, box. you know what you're gonna get yes <laughs> Pop it in and yeah. go. And that old VHS Call, I did not know what College Coeds 2 was. No. I did not know. I was. I had to have been 13 or 14. Dude, I. this is so funny. So first porn experience aside, I found my sister's pornography. She's three years younger than I am. Your sister? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, sister porn. That's a weird thing. <laughs> that is a weird <laughs> that's thing. A Apparently genre. all over the yeah, fucking genre. <laughs> website. Yeah. It is now. Uh, out with the anal beads and with the sister <laughs> porn. <laughs> No, I, I was going through her room prowling like an older brother would do. Like a I, creep. I was probably like, I was just sniffing around, you know. Uh, I was probably like, I was probably like 18 or so. So she was yeah. like 15. And I get under her bed and I pull out this VHS and it says mall sluts. Oh my God. And I was like, what? The? I was like, okay, if this says sluts on it, 
it's got to be good. This is baller. So I take it in my room and I put it in my CRT with the built-in VHS player. I was also a I see you were stunting too. Oh, okay. yeah, dude. Dude, it's flossing. Robbie Premium, even back in the day. Oh, yeah. We'll call back <laughs> to boys there. Put it in and I'm just like, oh, my sister, my sweet baby sister is watching this. And now you know. Now I know. And I was like, just beaten furiously, <laughs> you know. But no, did, did you rewind it back to the place no, where it was? Not rolling even, weed. Yeah. Dude, that's, what, that's what we did too. The, when we found our, my buddy's dad's porn, we were we would watch it. Not together. We take. We he'd be in the room, then I'd cut leaving, and we'd come back. Whatever. But we would rewind it back to where it was. When That's we put the it pro in, move right yeah. there, and then throw it back. Because we That's don't know. I mean, there's a shit ton of them, yeah. but who knows? Maybe he knows. And like, then the, you know, yeah. when you take a little vodka out of your parents' <laughs> bottle, yeah. and then put you a put water it, in there, water, water, water back yeah. in. It. He, he like watches it later, and like right where you keep rewinding it to, he's like all worn out in that tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah like what the fuck's up with my tape? I don't know, dude. Speaking of VHS, man, and anime why we're here right uh i actually like was kind of into anime porn when i was young because i went to this uh swap meet and they had a shitload of it and it was all kind of nondescript it wasn't in like the clamshell packaging or like a slip case or mm -hmm. anything it was just raw tapes i like you're talking about porn you do the slip case like yeah, you know, <laughs> the <old> slip case <laughs> you can't see what he's doing here but they were all uh, on like colorful vhs plastic you know what i mean like like the, like the, the purple the, cassette yeah purple yeah. cassette bright blue white a lot of white that could be like a children's tape or something exactly mm -hmm. well some of it was but uh, jesus christ i i bought a bunch of it and i brought it home and i was like whoa this is fucking cool like it put the tingle in you know mm -hmm. short-lived but, uh, you know, there's a place for everything. Again, going back to how the, the Japanese are just like, sweet. They love the octopus. They embrace it. Yes, mm -hmm. the tentacles. Except with actual porn, they blur it out. Yeah, that is weird. That is. In Japan. Yeah, you can weird. have a schoolgirl being raped by an octopus demon and show everything. But you show an actual man and a woman having coitus and it's a it's pixelated. Weird. I hope this isn't From too what blue. I've heard. I hope this is isn't it too blue. blue Are we going too blue? I, apologize. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't mind. I like it. <laughs> if you want to edit, like, please feel yeah, free. Might nah. Invite us back tomorrow. Nah, it's okay. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> How come that episode never came out? Yeah, I don't you know. Had, you invited Robbie and Josh from Boys. No, you, I, knew I, I, for. Boy. you I knew what I was asking for. Boy. You pulled the classic boys, and you go, "Oh was, yeah, the, the hard drive messed up. Sorry, lost the episode." I hope that doesn't happen now. Oh my god, we just had that power outage, so now if it does happen, I'm gonna look like a dick. It's the classic boys. Knock on wood. I was uh, I was asking for it by what I was wearing, um, but yeah, Josh, um, it was cool to see you kind of tap some of the other shows that I was super into on Disney. You might like shows. Uh, I don't anime. I've never. No, really yeah, it's cool. I like talking. We've really gotten t into talking about really animated, like any Everything. animated shows, just uh -huh. in general, uh, just because we didn't want to like you know really build the show into paint paint ourselves into a corner too much, right? But um, you know it's. Some of these shows are so high on recall for people that I'm like, dude, let's definitely talk about like DuckTales and Darkwing Duck. Dude. And so like those, like if you mention that, people like light up because those are shows that people are like, I fucking love that show. Dude, Did you ever watch it, Robbie? DuckTales, yes. Yeah. Uh, Darkwing, not so much. I just didn't like the hat. The hat really turned me <laughs> well, off. I'm the Darkwing, zoot suit kid. You are, yeah. You do <laughs> oh love my your God. zoot suits. So. No, what, what I liked about those shows is, I mean, it was, it was after school, every day after school, I'd rush home and it was like... DuckTales, Darkwing Duck, Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, yeah. all that shit. Like, Tailspin. Oh, yeah. Tailspin, back to back. <laughs> but the funny thing is, they're animal-based. They all live in a city. 
Some of them wear tops with no pants. Some of them wear pants with no top. It was really confusing. And then some had bleed over characters. Like uh, Launchpad McQuack was in DuckTales and in uh, Darkwing, Duck. Darkwing Duck. Yeah. No, Tailspin. Er, no, Tailspin was Baloo. Baloo was, uh, the, the, bear, the Bears. Right. Yeah. And Baloo yeah, was yeah. from uh, Jungle Book. But apparently he got his pilot's license somewhere in the Rudyard Kipling. He get he went he went uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and catch me if you can. He yeah, started pretending he was a pilot. It. He's just faking it the whole time. <laughs> and there was Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale Rescue, Rescue Rangers. Rangers. Ch- 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 yeah. and Dale. So, talk about hot that cartoons. That hot cartoon. Was she a squirrel? Yeah, a squirrel. Chip Chip or Chipmunk. No, she had like a Chip she had like one of those like nineteen twenties hair. Yeah, she had that. A babe and chipmunk. What is that hair? It's like the classic. The curl in the oh, front and then on the <laughs> on the sides a little little flow thing going on. I don't know. It's like she was in the fifties, like a fifties housewife. I just shit. imagine like the Gwen Stefani Sunday morning type dude. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like exactly. Curls or whatever it's called. But all yeah. those cartoons seem like they were they were throwing back to an, an older time. Like Darkwing Duck, he wore a fucking zoot suit like it's nineteen twenties. But that's why a, it resonated with Josh. Totally. There was a robot duck who had like a wheel, one wheel. Yes, yes, there was yes, that yes. thing. A Chippendales Rescue Rangers is definitely a throwback to like early. Uh, action adventure movies. Yeah, they all kind of had that vibe, almost like they were marketing it for parents. Well, it was like this works, so let's do like every iteration we can of this. Yeah, yeah. one that I forgot was Mighty Ducks. I was going to ask if you watched that. Oh, the Mighty Ducks cartoon was the actual ducks. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't in know and that out. existed. In and out. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It, was, it, it was, def- it was, it was okay. definitely one of the. It was a Ninja Turtles. One of the Ninja Turtles ripoff shows. Okay. Like uh, Street Sharks. Uh, there's a bunch awesome. of Turtles ripoffs, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, hands down, favorite cartoon of all time. Biggest Ninja Turtles ripoff, definitely uh, Battletoads. But I can see that Battletoads were tight. That game was fucking hard. It was never very it. hard. Dude. I'm gonna say this: never got past the third level. I the, just is that <laughs> what the the flicky the the what are those things? The hover thing? Yeah. Fucking crazy game hard. Tough were they motorcycles? They were like hover hover cycles. cycles? They were, yeah. well, you were in space. You're like yeah. Some weird shit. But it's like, why couldn't I just fly over everything? Dude, I went back and played that game probably two years ago. I, I still have my original NES. Nice. And a bunch of games. And you I got Battletoads? Battle oh, yeah, dude. Holy shit. And uh, I plugged it Fuck in. Battletoads. You know, I blew in the cartridge. Like the it slapped it on the old knee. Yeah. Popped <laughs> it in. Did you ever Ruined do your cartridge. Nintendo where when you put the cartridge down, you have to like click it. Yeah, in. you have to slam yeah. it yeah, like, on the edge. You have to pull it forward to where it just like goes and like barely gets in there. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know. But yeah, I played it. But it worked. All, uh, looking back on that game, it's kind of dark. Like the color palette they used mm-hmm. and like the kind of Russian looking woman that was in it was yeah. very sexy, by the way. Yeah, it was dark. It was kind though. of dark Lots of blacks, lots of reds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blacks, reds, dark greens. Uh, kind of, yeah, looking back, it was kind of dark. Which well, is like, awesome. well, talking about video games, the Ninja Turtles video game, the first one, sucked. I always thought was boring as shit yeah, as a kid. It sucked. It sucked. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Turtles two and time. Turtles though. two. Amazing. The Turtles arcade game, even better. Ninja Turtles 3, The Manhattan Project, awesome. Awesome game. The first one sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I have that one. And so, it's yeah. so bad. So bad. And the cover was so misleading because they're all on skateboards, yeah, you think it's busting dope. through a brick wall. Yeah. No skateboards. Like, which pixel is the skateboard? So shitty. But they really brought it home with two. No, in the arcade game, though, yeah. they really like tightened that shit up. Yeah. I was like, okay, I fuck with y'all. Oh, again. you got like co op going on? Like, love that. So dope. My uh, buddy had a Raspberry Pi that had a bunch of ROMs on it. And one of the ROMs he had. Uh, was uh, the turtles are turtles in time oh, yeah. and babies kids? Babies, you had mentioned kids. that that you like that show so or the movie that you well, knew that show that <laughs> that movie the movie or the movie yeah, yeah. it it uh, it was again I was probably around ten when I saw it and it was on like HBO at night 
the family just finished watching a family movie or whatever, and Bebe's kids came on. I was like, oh, it's a cartoon. We'll watch it. And it was just dirty. It was a dirty... <laughs> What's that quote? We don't die, we multiply? We don't die, we multiply. Yeah. I mean, so it, was, it was four kids, but it was still kind of like... <laughs> Self-inflicted racism. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Self-fulfilling prophecy, man. Right. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of those movies uh, animated, like uh, uh, Fritz the Cat. Like, I don't know if I, I remember that Fritz. one. I know Eek. It was Fritz the Cat. Followed by the Terrible Thunder Lizard, Saturday. Fox Kids. I'm sorry, I don't mean to jump around. No, no, no. Ba- Baby's Kids was dark. Got me into like dark, darker kind of anime. It, it showed me that cartoons can, don't just have to be about, you know. Rainbows and butterflies. Rainbows and butterflies right. or, yeah. or superheroes fighting crime. It could be about this family and this dude's got to take care of all these damn kids. <laughs> and uh, that's like that term, you know, like everybody's like, oh, those are Baby's Kids. I said that to my wife. She's like, what does that mean? I was like, have you never... Seen that? Yeah, it was oh, like a punchline yeah. for a lot of comics for a while. Well, it became part of a vernacular. Yeah, you know, like yeah. that was that was in the it's the, in lexicon. the zeitgeist. Yeah, let's keep throwing out words, Harold. Come on, <laughs> it totally did though. Like I remember hearing that over and over, and I was like, I've never seen the movie, but I know what you're referencing. Mm-hmm. Like a bunch no of children, another reference, a yeah, bunch of sure. unruly kids that <laughs> you're just pulling your hair out trying to get <laughs> get together. Well, and uh, one of the other funny things you had mentioned how you were scared of um, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, dude. Dark. Did that movie not freak you out? It's I dark. never thought of it, but I was like, "Holy shit!" That movie would kind of freak, especially at the end when the guy's dying. That's and like, exactly what, what it is. Well, my thing is like, so it's all plucky and jovial, you know. Roger Rabbit's goofy. Jessica Rabbit's hot as shit. Some big oh. old boobies. Uh, the baby. Third time the tonight, Harold. Cigar smoking baby <laughs> at the beginning. Great. Patrick. <laughs> the animation was great. Bob Hoskins, great. He was Super Mario. He's great. Uh, Christopher Lloyd. As a dude, totally fine. Scary character, but then he dips the clan of the shoes. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and like you're murdering people with. And then when he becomes, he takes a shit off, and like you know, I'm the and the thing that killed your brother or whatever. Like that was I was eyes bugging out. Plot twist. Yeah, it's just good writing. Sorry. was Jessica Rabbit? Spoilers, not spoilers. spoilers. That's like, spoilers for 1989. Two frame. You haven't seen that shit by now. Come on now. Was was Jessica Rabbit your first cartoon boner? Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. yours? Oh, yeah. That might be deep down why I have a thing for Redhead. And then I jumped Holy to shit. Cool World after that. See, I I Man. tried the Cool World thing. I It wasn't, I guess, I think I maybe want, I still wanted a little pluckiness. That was dark. It was did, a darker movie. Did you ever hear the- Kim uh, Bassinger, right? Yeah. Did you yeah. ever hear the, the old urban legend that in Who Framed Roger Rabbit- in the animation of Jessica Rabbit, every like so many frames, they would put in a frame of her naked. Yes. What? To to trick the male mind into thinking she was even sexier, like a subliminal. That's crazy. A subliminal. Is that titty. legit though, or is that? I don't know. I did try to find it though on my uh, VHS of just it. Slow it down. Oh, to, like... ruin the tape. Mm-hmm. Ruin the tape. <laughs> I, I yeah, I would just like hit pause. You know, you, you if you hit play real quick and then pause again, you could like skip like a frame. Yeah. Never found it. I think it's total bullshit. It probably is one of the things to sell. Saw so the movie tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta go see that. The hidden message. Yeah. You know why they had they said it had a hidden message? Because that makes the movie more interesting. Totally. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They want you Put to a come little see urban that legend shit. behind well, it. I feel like all Gold. that Disney shit was was that too. That you know Oh yeah, like the dicks and the lad. Well, there's sex spelt in the same yeah, scene. The, that the, that is true. There's also totally penises on the cover of the little, little Mermaid. Mermaid. Yeah, no, the the I've all container take their clothes they off. Thing delicious. Happens in Aladdin. The what? The all good teenagers take the clothes off. Oh, okay. Remember that? So no, he, it's when he's he's Ollie Ollie at Bobble. He's going to the balcony yep. to to basically seduce 
the princess and the Raja, the lion comes. I was like, ah, he's like, Ooh, Oh, good teenagers. Take the clothes off. And my sister, me and my sister would rewind like no fucking way. Did he say that? <laughs> and he totally did. So yeah, maybe that is true. So though. maybe, maybe there was, maybe it's all true. There's the nothing- PSA that that is actually accurate. All yeah. good te- teenagers take their clothes. I off. I agree. I agree. We should all take our clothes off. Let's do it right now. Right now. Let's get nude. <laughs> That's the beauty of the urban legend, though, is when you find out whether it's true or not. Oh, yeah. And when you find out that it is true. Yeah. Oh, my God. What's what the payoff? conspiracy theory thing? It, that's what feeds into that. Like, So the uh, what the urban legend about um, three men and a baby, that there's a ghost, a ghost in the window. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it was a cardboard cutout. Or the... Uh, uh, Wizard of Oz and how like someone was hanging or whatever from a tree yeah, and yeah. The, and the I love that kind of shit because you, that you is go back and rewatch yeah. it you're like oh shit they're like I didn't know this was all going on like at the same time as that but you, no. can, you can't tell me that if you weren't an, uh, an animator you know just working your ass oh, off yeah. making an anime make, that you wouldn't sneak in a little, mark. little something something well, like they every say now that's then. why like if you watch like the Transformers cartoon you'll notice because like uh, they have like different levels of animators so there's like the tier one animators. They do all the really important shit. Okay. They come in like, oh, Optimus Prime's in this battle. Like, let me make sure to get this shit right. So they get all the important shit. And then there's like the tier two people. They come in, finish the shit out. And then the very last like people. Like backgrounds or yeah, what? Yeah, like backgrounds. Okay. Like, shading, uh, all that shading, kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, coloring. And um, yeah, we've talked about, I think maybe Steven um, that you guys just met, Steven mm-hmm. Tyler. He, uh, PJ. he's a huge Smith? fan of, yeah, dude looks like a lady. He, uh, <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Not <laughs> any lady I ever seen. Yeah. Uh, My favorite kind of lady. He was talking about this that, cause he was a huge fan of that Transformers cartoon from the eighties mm-hmm. is that that's when you'll see like a bumblebee that's like red. Okay. Cause like, it was like the tier three person that yeah. was like, fuck it. Let me make a mark on this. Yeah. Well, that, that was the, urban see leg- that? I'll put that there. That's the urban legend behind all that Disney shit that they fired a batch of animators. And before they left, like they had like. Their last project are like fuck this. I'm gonna put all this dumbass shit in here. And yeah. They, I mean, but the, but the, the voiceover thing—that's voice actor. That's not yeah, animated, right? So, you, like the well, sec, would, the sex in the dirt. Yeah, the dick on the cover. The dick on the cover is one I could totally see. Somebody like, you know what? No one's even gonna fucking notice. It. I'm gonna put a dick. <laughs> yeah, I put my two weeks well, in. With the, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck. yeah, the voice thing—it's like there's levels that that shit has to go through of approval. So you're like, how the fuck did this? Well, no one because no one's looking for it. You yeah, think it's exactly. a children's movie. No one's going to notice that the tower of this castle is an erect dick. Very veins and all. Yeah, veins and all. Dude, real veiny, triumphant bastards. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a big one, real big one. No man, that's that's definitely true. Uh, one of the things we talk about all the time is, you know, and we kind of touched on it earlier, is that you know being into anime things like that. Back in the day, especially when you're high school, it's like your pet thing. You're like, I don't want people to know. I think along with that, which is why we talk about music and anime, is that if you're into bands that people aren't necessarily into or that they think are dumb, you really get shit on or like ostracized for Mm -hmm. it. And so that's kind of the the idea behind why we talk about it seems like two very uh, disassociated things. But when you look at them, it's actually very similar. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of people like a lot of the same bands if they're into anime, which is Kind of an interesting phenomenon to me, but it was interesting to me, Robbie, that you had put that when you were growing up, you said that you're into like really into Christian music. Oh, yeah. Because mm. I know you like that's your background. You grew up like in the church oh, and yeah. everything. Yeah. And so I was so like, oh, much. shit, I can finally talk to someone about Family Force 5. Whoa. Hold on. You not remember them? No. Oh, my oh, shit. Talk on. about it. Yeah. They did like, they was like the corny, like uh, they had like ones called Love Addict. They were like, hold up. Wait a minute. 
put a little love in it. That sounds so It was like they were trying to rock out real hard. Josh is pulling it up. I'm going to try to pull it up No, yeah, Family Force 5, Love Addict. That's like one of the, but like shit like Pillar. Oh, yeah. Skillet. Yeah, dude. They had like all these hardcore names, but then you're like. Well, I go, I mean, I go back far. So when I was really young, I wasn't really sheltered, but I was raised in like a Christian home. And uh, it was like, dude, it was worse than that. It was like Carmen. It was like. Carmen. uh, Yeah, so, so, yeah. So Family Force 5 is from 2005. That's after. Are David? I I, I oh, definitely okay. see what oh, you're yeah, talking we're about. We're old fucks, dude. We're we're old. Oh. It was like Carmen. Was it Michael Ian Smith? <laughs> Michael W. Smith. Michael W. Smith. Oh yeah, yeah. Michael W. Smith. Yeah, like he like like uh, like Sandy Patty and yeah. Oh, Amy Grant. Amy, Amy Grant. Amy Grant. Yeah, dude. I had the biggest Christian boner for Amy Grant. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. '90s country. I knew you're into that shit. Uh, my favorite, dude. It's um, like I know every lyric to every 90s country song. He fuck. Test me. He's yeah. not like my Not brother. right now, like, he's but definitely test me. He's like. And we live in Yukon too, so we don't do a lot to help with the stereotype. Right. People are like, oh, you you must drive a truck. I'm like, my Hyundai is not a truck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's like I drive like a Chevy up, We Sonic. both grew up on Alabama, like 90s country, and then we both grew up in the in the Christian scene, the Christian world. And at that time you 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 kind of get f- not forced into, but you, you get into like it's a time when like alternative music's becoming big and that term was is dumb but yeah it was like you know your bush your everclear like all that kind of stuff was coming up in like the early mid 90s and there were christian versions of that so when you're coming in the christian scene you're learning you're finding out about all these other bands like starflyer 59 and like, oh shit like audio adrenaline jars of clay uh Flood. polar I remember that song by <laughs> we were singing that actually before yeah the- with tom's wide open freaking creed boy <laughs> oh creed was a crossover band Christians creed was in a the christian band. yeah they're christians yeah. in a band oh, okay. but my, first, my mistake my mistake <laughs> that first record is a christian album the, the title is my own prison he says the best shoehorn lyric in the world Let's gabriel stands and confirms oh, i created yeah. my own prison oh so bad <laughs> so bad but i i had that cd and I spun it. Oh, boy, I, shit, I spun boy. a fucking groove Unashamedly, in that huh? Oh, yeah, dude. The first Creed album. No shame. Wow. Hate it now. At yeah. the time, oh, boy, I was preaching. Well, it's like one of those things that you don't know you're supposed to hate until people tell you. Exactly. Like I, f- I feel like there's shit like that, that like, like episode one of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Everyone that saw that when it came out thought it was the shit. And years later, people all told you that you weren't supposed yeah. to like it. So you're like, oh, yeah, that's dumb. I don't like the prequels. And it's yeah. like, you fucking asked for the Just prequels. Just like what you like. Yeah, like, yeah. Being a if bitch. you like it, you like it. Yeah. You don't. I, I think Phantom Menace is, is, is it's fine. It's fine. It's not great. It's not terrible. Yeah. It's it's starting a new, it's giving you the backstory you were bitching about wanting. You yeah, get it, and, and now you don't you like it. And then you bitch about it. Like, yeah. come on, dude. Darth well, Maul, listen. that whole scene at the end. Darth Maul is bad the fuck ass. He really is. It, it, it's a movie. It mm-hmm. has credits. Mm-hmm. It has it's a no score. Avatar. It's no Avatar. Are we doing a second episode right now? Because I got a lot to say about that. <laughs> I got feelings. Oh man, I do. I really do. I really do. But see, you got an Avatar late though. You didn't go see it. I in got theaters. into Avatar yeah. six months ago, my man. So okay, the, 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 <laughs> the Avatar shirt and everything. Yeah, dude. You're supposed to see Avatar in the theaters in 3D IMAX. You watch it at home. No, no, I didn't watch it at home. <laughs> I watched it twenty thousand feet in the air on my iPhone. The best, the best, the way James Cameron wanted you to see Avatar was on a fucking on a four-inch <laughs> screen. Yeah, my wife loves that movie. Does she really? Like, not even bullshitting you. Well, it's because it, it's kind of like, um, it's like a like Pocahontas. Totally. And so she's super into like that theme. She's like, she's very much like a save the earth. Like, we well, need to that was reduce our carbon talking about imprint. getting hate for liking something. Avatar got a lot of hate for all you did was you took Pocahontas and switched it. 
around. Oh, but it's so much more. So much more. It's a great film. I, I'm glad it's taken him, what, 12 years to put the sequels out? It's it's, it's on great. its way. <laughs> It'll be here before you know Are you it. excited about it? Fuck yeah, dude. You think I'm not going to be a red letter that? day for him? Yeah. If, it's going to be a, oh, I'm sick. Oh, I got to stay <laughs> home from work today. You're, uh, no, Rob's going to get like the most expensive, like the XD 4D seat that, where it rumbles and where, shit. Yeah, where it rumbles. 4D, like a tinsel dude, town. and sprays water in your yeah, face. Yeah. And, oh, Damn. man. I should have more sweat. That's how I should have seen uh, college co-eds, too. Oh, the immersive uh, experience. Yeah, that might be gross. Though. The bukkake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um. <laughs> I No, I do, on the record, I must <laughs> go on the record and say, James Cameron's Avatar, my favorite movie of all time. You heard it here. All folks. time. You heard Damn. it here. Sexiest protagonist ever. I love, uh, <laughs> I love that this is uh, just my own, like, personal moment to be able to, like, bring all my favorite boys like inside jokes onto the show onto my show oh no i'm 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 picking up what you're putting down <laughs> now we're, we're 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 again taking your style and our style interweaving them. melding it it's <laughs> yeah. the peanut your your chocolate to my peanut butter which Ooh. combining it yes dude <laughs> 10 of 10 i like it <laughs> well it was uh you know kind of talking about some of the guests that you had on um i think that we really get like a good um idea of like you guys' taste in music. Yeah. And so, um, well, let me back up a r- real quick. Um, one thing that I wanted to talk to Josh about, um, you had mentioned on one of your shows that you'd seen Newfound Glory at the Granada. Yeah. The Granada Theater in, uh, in Lawrence, Kansas. Yes. And so, uh, it's, it was top of the mind cause I just listened to an episode that was, uh, where you talked about it. And, uh, I thought that was so cool because, um, I had went, I went to the Granada uh, I had to have been the year after I graduated from high school. So it was like probably 2010. I went to see a band that was called Me Without You. Oh, I love Me Without You. Yeah. I fucking love those guys. Well, I saw them at the Granada. And mm-hmm. so I was like, I love that venue. But I was going to talk to you about, um, you know, I like to talk to people about like their favorite concerts. So I didn't, I've never been able to see Newfound Glory in concert. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering like, you know, do those guys rip it up or what? They rip it up. Uh, that that was actually probably my <clears throat> fifth or sixth time to see them. I would always see no them inadvertently, like either like, you know, it'd be Warped Tour. And oh, yeah. You like, see oh, them. we can catch but, them while we're waiting for this other band type of thing. Yeah. We specifically went to that one because it's it's in, it was in Lawrence, but the other bands on the bill, it was Say Anything, Saves oh, the Day. Sh- what? Yeah. It was, a, it was like a, it was a big show. They were doing this big tour together. Holy shit. And it was rad. It was rad as fuck. Oh my God. That's like three like top tier bands. Yeah. It was, it was a really cool show. So, and, and we got buddies that live up in Lawrence and any chance I get to go to Lawrence, I go one because the Granada theater up there is hands down one of top five favorite venues. I love that. And I've never been, have you ever been to Lawrence besides going there? Uh, what do you mean? Okay. Before you'd gone to that concert. Oh yeah. I go, I used to go, well in right after high school, it was like, You'd go to Dallas for a weekend trip or you'd drive up to Lawrence, Kansas for a weekend yeah. trip. Just because, and, and basically, you know, you, you drive up to Mass Street and you just walk up and down and go to like the yeah. vintage shops. That's or, the first place I ever went to, Hookah Bar. Really? I'd never, I walked into this random, and we walked in like the way Hookah Bars are usually set up. It's like there's an entrance on one side and then there's an exit on the other. Yeah. There used and to be so a thing we called Hookah Bars, exit. people. Yeah. yeah we walked in the exit and... I was like, oh, like, sorry. And these guys were like fucking just buzz stuff like the hookah. They were like, oh, it's all good, dude. Like, they're yeah. so chill. Dude, it's, it's a, it was I a, loved it. I love that. It's a great Lawrence city. is like an oasis in Kansas because you're like, Definitely. you're driving for so long and you're like, there's no well, fucking there, thing there's out nothing, here. And then you start seeing all like the abortion, the anti-abortion signs and like God loves you and like all the this kind Jesus of stuff. Billboard. And then you get into Lawrence and you're like, 
this is crazy. This is just a cool little hippie town. Well, kind of. It's starting to get a little bit more... Uh, Apparently, have you seen what's going on in the news lately with there? Not in Lawrence. A lot of a lot of white supremacists are popping up there. Oh, is that like the the uh, what is that? Um, I'm thinking of the crazy church people. What is that? Oh, Westboro, oh, yeah. But it's not just that. Like it's actual people that live in Lawrence who don't like you know like so like Mass Streets where all like the cool shit is and there's there's an art community and there's bands and stuff there. But it's still Kansas and there's still going to be uh, shitty people that live there. So now they're Definitely. coming out of the woodwork and and. They're still in the Bible Belt. They're driving their big-ass trucks with rebel flags up and down the street and, and kind of fucking it up. But that kind of goes against what you're saying. Newfound Glory did rip it up. They're great. They're always great. Yeah. I, I'm a I'm a pop-punk kid. I've always have been it. and always will be. I'm, I love it. You are. I'll tell you who's not, though. Uh, Greg from the Speakeasy. Oh, he hates punk rock. I was there one day, and uh, I was talking to him, and someone had it on Newfound Glory. Mm-hmm. And I thought Greg was just kidding, and he was like, I fucking hate who has this pop-punk on. Yeah, and I was just like, I just kind of laughed, and then because we were kind of talking, and then he was like, insisted. He was like, turn this pop sh- punk wow. shit off. And I was like, well, he's in his mid forties. Okay, he's yeah. a man. Of, he's a man of a certain age. He's set in his. I feel like that happens. Like you get set in your ways, and when you're set and it's in his your bar, ways, I guess. yeah, <laughs> my bar, my rules, we, my music. We only play Rush. We've talked on the podcast recently. Like there, there's the they've recently done a study of the magic age where it's like you, you get set into a, a genre of music and it's from the ages of 13 to 16. Um, and uh, so that, that's kind of where you're, you're, you're at. And for Greg, he said in like when he was 13 to 16, it was like the late eighties. So it's like, he's into like hip hop and like, that's it. And then he slowly started getting into like indie shit, but he doesn't like punk rock. And like, he's very anti-punk rock. And I find that really weird, but only, probably only because it was so saturated in my life. Like that's all, not no, all yeah. I know, but I, that's, I was, I was baptized in punk rock. One of the no, many things the I love about shit, you, yeah. punk, one of the many things I love about you, Josh, is you wear that on your sleeve. Like you're not ashamed of it. Yeah. Like, and that's cool. And we're, you and I are different. Like we've we've been through a lot of the same things. We have a lot in common, mm. but we are different in that regard. Like I like some pop punk. I like right. I, I like a, a lot of a lot of music, but you are you, you know, and that that just means so much to me. Well, I try. Like, <laughs> thanks for being you. Is what yeah, he said. I appreciate that. Well, everyone goes to like when when you know we all grew up listening to kind of the same kind of a thing, and then it seems like after high school, people their their taste matured, and they started listening to like Death Cab and like. All this other stuff. I only listen like, to Arcade Fire now. Yes, and branching out like, doing wow, that. I'm I like, hope you die. And at first, I'm like, Yuck. "Fuck that! That's not cool." And I was like, "All right, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try." It's just not not for I, you. I, I can appreciate it exactly. Uh, I'll go to a show, but it's just uh, for uh, for a while. I tried to like. I'm not you know punk. Yeah, punk is dumb. It's immature. Listen, Arcade Fire is for people that don't like music. <laughs> right? <laughs> it is. Like, come on. It's just, you like what you like. You man. ever heard of it's Joe just, Walsh? It's just not Mayday right? Parade, Neil okay? Young? Like, come on. <laughs> I you... fucking love Mayday Parade, so don't hate on me. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No, people like what they like. I don't yeah. care. Like what you like, man. Don't, don't, don't Josh, yuck someone's yuck. Well, Josh and I have something in common. Yeah. Many oh. things in common. One of those things, my favorite band of all time is 311. 311. Yeah. yeah. I, I recently saw them for my 18th Possibly 19th time. Yeah. And you get to meet the guitarist, right? <sighs> I did. That was I really did. cool, man. Not only did I get to meet the guitarist, but I actually designed some pedals that 
uh, their guitarist and their bass player actually have on their boards what? and use now. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So and then the boys sticker on it? No, no, no. It I'm was for kidding. my job. I, I wish, dude. Oh, we should have slipped one. Snuck it in. You should have Disneyed it. I did. Should have Disneyed it. I thought draw a dick on it. That was me. Yeah. Dude, I should have Disney peanut. Yeah, that's Robbie's dick on my board there. No, yeah, I got a chance through work to to meet. Uh, Tim, the guitar player, and get some pedals to the guys, and two of the guys in the band actually use our pedals on their boards now. That is so dope. Oh, dude, and like, I... So after the show, I was, uh, I might have been enjoying some things that night, and um, after the show, I got to meet Tim Mahoney, their guitar player, which he's my favorite member of the band, and I've, I was oh, I was waiting for this moment for years and years, and I think I probably hugged him like three or four times. <laughs> oh my like, God. Not long hugs. You gotta not, do it, man. Yeah, you gotta, not, you not never like, know where this is gonna happen again. Not like boner hugs. Yeah. But yeah. Like, you know, like bro hugs. Your dicks like, didn't touch. No. Like a, like a okay. side hug. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that no. Oh, no. The Christian was, side hug. These were full on. Oh my! Embrace. No, I went no high. He went for low. Jesus. Oh, oh no, dude, no. Or is if you went high and he went <laughs> low, that it was I mutual. It was yeah. a mutual hug. Did you feel? Did he give any kind of? He he rested his head on your chest. He might he might have given me a pat or two. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. I'm a no. I'll like so I'm like a five. Bring it in for the hug. Oh, pat so like on the back. This, yeah, bring it in. Pat boom. on the back. Right. That's mm-hmm. like my, that's my space I oh, live in. Oh, just pull them, squeeze them a little like, bit. Like uh, this. Like, uh, like, boom, boom. Like one of these. Like, yeah, here we go. Go like this. In studio demonstration. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's really good yeah, for the audience. That's yeah, the yeah. space yeah. I live in. Yeah. So I don't hug. know if you guys fuck with that or if I've you... Oh, I'm into that. It's a one-arm hug. It says, hey, man, we're homies. I'm not going to make it awkward. But it's not gay. Can you do the two-arm hug? That's the two-arm hug. Miss me with that gay shit. It's the two-arm hug. Is It's it's kind of awkward to get out of because you never know when to stop. At least with the hand. Well, one of you come. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, with the handshake and then when you, you pull go, in, and you know it's like you almost like <laughs> handshake pulling one, two, three. All right, cool, man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Three seconds. The no, pat. I was the I double was pat. Always a double pat too. I was so honored, man. That yeah. is so. Funny. I was freaking out. I was so freaking out, and it took me about a week and a half to come down off of that. Like, holy shit. If I would have thought five years ago yeah. that I'd be hanging out with the guitar player from 311, <laughs> yeah. my favorite band that I saw for the first time when I was like 14 and I've seen 18 times till in my mid-30s, holy shit, dude. Yeah, 311's one no, of those bands that- cool, man. We, we both ahead, love sorry. them, though, yeah. No, I'm saying so it's, 311's been one of those bands that Robbie and I have connected, consistently stayed connected on since we were like 14. Like- We've liked other bands that kind of fall off, but like 311's been the consist- consistent, like, and every fucking record they put out is great. And let, let me say this. Uh, we talk about 311 a lot on boyspodcast.com, yeah. but I have a theory about 311. They are the modern day fish or dead. Yeah, yeah. Not on a technical level, but they have dedicated fans. They're a legacy band. They have people that follow them yeah. around. They promote good times are not a negative it's band. that same vibe yeah and it's like you know it's kind of like the heady vibe you know yeah. but but these guys are from like nebraska yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah they are you're like what you're <laughs> from, these guys you're from hawaii from omaha bro what are you gonna do in nebraska besides smoke weed yeah and play Girl. reggae as white guys I guess? well as soon as you get some money in your pocket you move yeah. to california and you yeah. do that shit but uh yeah i i unapologetically love that band yeah. they, they are the i've seen a lot of bands a lot of times but they are definitely by far the the band I've seen the most and will continue to see until they give it up. But I don't think they are, man. They've been a band for 20, 25 years, something like yeah, that. 27 yeah. years. And dude, they fucking bring it. They're Did they a live start in 91? They started, they might've started in like 89. 89. Okay, so yeah. 27. 27, 27 I was born in 91. Years, so yeah, okay. maybe 27 27. Years, yeah. Uh, 
you know, they're not a band for everyone, obviously, like what you like. But, yeah. man, like, they fucking deliver live. They are pros. And it, uh, they're my friends now. Does it ever bother you when people are like, uh, I love that song, Amber, like shit like that? It's a great fucking or, song. Okay. No, dude, if that's the bridge that brings you to Omaha. <laughs> bring <laughs> you home down, to Omaha. down. Yeah. But it's just funny. Oh. It, and it's like, you know, we talked about some of the people shitting on whatever the anime was because it's not the exact thing that they like. There's a lot of that music. Oh, yeah. It's because like, you know, you'll have the people that are like, oh, I like you, somebody. My favorite band of all times, Kings of Leon. Okay. Great. And yeah. they'll say, uh, I love Boys. that song, Sex on Fire. And I'm like, that's not even their fucking best song. No. But I'm kind of like with you. I'm like, ah, well, if you like that, then that's cool. What's but your favorite Kings of Leon song? Song? Yeah. I really like. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Before you answer okay, that. Okay. Album. Let's go album. Album, yeah. probably Come Around Sundown. Is okay. That's it's called. That's a good one. I don't know if you guys are super into Kings I know, of Leon. I know most of their old stuff. Uh, Let's see the first one that has the white cover, Youth and Young Manhood. Youth and Young Real, Manhood, yeah. and then with their faces, yeah, yeah. that's like some garage rock type shit, right? Yeah, there. and they had those weird like they had Prince Valiant, cuts. they had the He Man cuts yeah. and the fucking Dirty Bird mustaches. Listen to that mm. album and their most recent album, and be like, what the fuck? This is the same band. Do yeah. they morphed into like a weird like indie Almond Brothers to like <laughs> a, a weird indie U two? No, yeah. yeah, they're like stadium rock guys. Yeah. Dude, yeah, Youth and Young Manhood, um, uh, Aha Shake Heartbreak. That's Great my album. favorite one, man. I liked, yeah. Uh, yeah. So my favorite song is probably, had to be like The Face or, I really like Birthday. I sing that song all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, we, uh, I had the, uh, I'm kind of like with you with 311. I got to see them, I've probably seen them five times now. Um, the best by far. I, I'll kind of gush here and tell the story if I can take over for a second. Yeah, but it, but, it's uh, just your show. It's your yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so my wife had gotten us tickets uh, when they came to the BLK for the Come Around Sundown tour. I think it was, or no, it was Mechanical Bull. So this album after Come Around Sundown, and uh, she just got us tickets to the nosebleeds. It was cool. Like we were just happy to be there. It was on like a Thursday. It was a weeknight. She had actually brought her like homework. She was in the nursing program at UCO. And so she, like, always had, like, all this crazy homework. So she was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to come study. Like, she brought her books and everything, like, in a little tote bag mm -hmm. so she could study. And um, I'd seen on Instagram that their their guitar tech is their cousin. Their cousin was, like, a, a baseball player. His name's Chris. And um, they thought he was going to be, like, in the MLB. So they were like, bring us, like, let us come with you if you, like, make it big. And then when they started like their band he's like well if you guys make it big like you guys take me so of course they made it big so they bring him on tour and they tour they like he tunes his guitars you guys know what a guitar tech is oh, yeah and so he uh he does does that all does all that type of thing well like the label actually allowed him to do a thing where he was um the guys got sick of like seeing everyone in the front row like on their phones and so uh they allowed him to do this thing where it was called nacho Nacho, his nickname's Nacho. Yeah, yeah. I've and so they called it Nacho Vision was like his Instagram. They called it Nacho Vision Miracle. So you'd find him before the concert and there's like this gated off area they put at the very front of the stage. And uh, it's in front of like even like the $200 seats, like the people at the very front. So you'd have to be following them and like invested and like know to look for this guy. Never thought in a million years I would see this guy. But Sure enough, like, we get there, we're early, like, we're walking in, we have our little tickets to get them scanned. I walked in, we're trying to find where the stairs are, it's at the BOK. The first person I see is him around the corner. And so I ran, like, my wife was still there, I just, like, left her there, I just, like, yeah. ran off. 
Yeah. And she was like, what? Like, what are you doing? And I was like, hey, like, what's up, Nacho? Like, can I have like those pit tickets? And we were the first people that had found him. Dude. And so we got the first two awesome. tickets and we got to be, so we were in the 300 level and we ended up being like, it's as far as probably from me to that camera. Yeah. And we so were at the like front center. 15 feet. Like we're yeah, close. 20 feet. And I was like, this is the fucking best day of my life. Like, this is insane. That's so awesome. And so it was, yeah, by far, right under my wedding day, best day of my life. I was like, this is fucking insane. That's right. Unexpected and an unexpected blessing. No, yeah. Maybe a little better. Maybe a little better. Don't tell Madison. Get out. She doesn't listen to the show, so it doesn't matter. Dude, isn't that the best? (laughs) Right. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. she doesn't give a fuck about it. Well, you know, you you, you (laughs) went out there, you took a chance, because it easily could have been like, nah. Yeah, it could have been like, nah, I'm all right. He took a picture with me and everything. I was just like, holy fuck. That's awesome. That is rad hands down it was amazing but yeah i did want to talk about um like i was saying earlier um you kind of see a lot of like you guys influence and like the kind of shit that you're into by some of the people you're actually been able to have on the show mm-hmm. and so i thought that was really cool i wanted to kind of ask about um some of the people you had on and maybe you could tell a little story about like how they were they came to be on the show if that's mm-hmm. cool yeah and so we talked about a little bit about Jeff Hickey earlier. Yeah. Um, he, I was super, we talked about Christian bands. Yeah. And Norma Jean's technically was like one of those like Christian, like heavy metal bands, like whatever. Oh, yeah. Totally. Uh, back in the day. So like I definitely had my tight ass, like Hot Topic shirt of Norma Jean. With like back the in side the day. print on it. And yeah. yeah. Oh, and like a sideways oath. white belt. I had yeah. the under oath one too. Oh, with like yeah. the bomb dropping. Yeah. But I was super into Norma Jean. So I was wondering how that kind of like, How'd you kind of hook that up? Yeah, it's Probably all Josh, man. Josh, yeah. Um, I met Jeff uh, through my buddy Wayne Wedge. Uh, Jeff's from Arkansas, and uh, Wayne's family was from there. He's kind of living in like the Fort uh, Smith-ish area. So they were in a band together, a couple bands together. Um, I believe it was Ocean Liner and Workhorse. I believe Jeff was in that band too. So I met Jeff through Wayne doing that back when Jeff was this long haired, just, just Arkansas stoner guy. <laughs> and then there's just, again, just playing the same kind of just like heavy shit. And then, you know, Jeff joins Norma Jean and then that kind of became that. Uh, Wayne and I went to go see them at Kane's uh, Barroom, my second favorite venue. Uh, and got to hang out with them for a little bit. And then he and I started getting to talk a little bit more and, you That's know, dope. They were. He was coming through. He hit me up. I was like, "Well, you want to come on the podcast?" He's like, "Sure, man. Let's do it." I'm like, all right. Were you ever like? I don't know if you're like super into them or not. But were you ever like, "Oh shit, this Jeff well, Norma Jean." Well, this I mean, I knew, I knew him before he joined the band, so th- I wasn't. Oh, okay. So, so was, yeah. So that wasn't. But when I got on the tour bus and like me and the other guys, I'm like, oh, because mm-hmm. like you know, Durr, who I don't think is in the band anymore. They were first called a band called Ludacris. Yeah, yeah. And I saw them play it's like K R S K R I S S. Not yeah, to be yeah. confused with uh, Luda, the hippest rapper <laughs> of all <laughs> time. the peace. No, they played a show at a a, a venue at Twelfth Street and more. And ever since I saw them, I was like, dude, this band is fucking sick. Because they were they were dressed kind of weird, and they all didn't face the audience. The drummer set up backwards. Like this band yeah. is so cool. These guys are edgy. As so yeah, fun. yeah. yeah. Oh, like, so edgy. Hey. But, you know, you get to know somebody, and like, they're, they're really cool. I think Josh's defining moment, though, is probably the Denver trip. Uh, having him at, dude, having... Tom and Mike. Having Tom yeah. and Mike on the podcast I was, that was That was huge. the next one I was going to ask we were, about. I mean, I, 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 again, going back, like, I like pop punk, you know. Mm-hmm. 
I like MXPX. I, I have liked them in the past, but I felt like that was really special for you. It was huge. Yeah. It was huge. And, and definitely, I don't want to use the word life change. I mean, it did change my relationship with them. Like, so. You're bros now. We're, I'm, I'm, yeah. And it's fucking insane. Like how that Robbie is, got to meet yeah, them. Like yeah. I got to meet them and uh, through, you know, I gave them pedals and shit. And like now I'm on like a, a first name basis with my, a band that I've loved since I was 13 years old. It's a trip. It's insane. But now it's like, now it's just it feels like a normal everyday thing. Well, you broke their of, bottle of tequila. That's a start. I didn't do that. It wasn't tequila. It was a bottle of Jack Daniels, and it wasn't theirs. It was Matt and Shooters. <laughs> Let's get the story. Get it right. Get it tight, Rob. But come on. Whoever was the guy setting shit up, he set the bottle on the edge of a table. Yeah, it was so stupid. it's his fault. Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. <laughs> you were set up to fail. Literally. <laughs> uh, yeah, but having them on was was crazy. Uh, even though we didn't get to have them on for very long, but the, what, 30 minutes? Yeah. 30 some odd minutes. I think it was on. a shorter one. I think Tom was 30 minutes. I think Mike was like two minutes. Yeah. It we, was <laughs> super short. Well, because, yeah, they were setting, they were doing sound check upstairs and yeah. it was crazy loud, but they will be future guests for sure. That's cool, man. We, uh, I've gotten to have a couple cool people. The probably coolest one that was just like, oh, fuck, like was, um, I had Jarrett Reddick from Bowling for Soup on the show. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. And like it was the same situation. Was it when they were playing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I only had him for 15 minutes, but I was just like, this is fucking crazy. I like, gotta make it count. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. So like I had my I had already written my questions out like ahead of time and everything. So I was just like But then when we sat down to talk, I was like, this is I fucked up my plugs and I was just like, I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. this is cool. Yeah. And cause I'm just like they're like, but the yeah, this guy that and I was still when I was growing up is fucking right here and I'm gonna talk to him. That's insane. They're still based out of Denton still, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so that was cool. Like, I, I kind of see where you're coming from on that for sure. Nerding out. I think it's cool. Like, um, and you guys have definitely highlighted, like, some of the the better local bands that we've had on, especially, like, guys like the Nims and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, can you kind of talk about some of the, the local bands that you guys are into that you think, like, you know, like, people should know about these guys? Yeah. I mean, I think we agree on the Nims. Nims, like, for sure. Yeah. Uh, they're they're a... Uh, James and Mike are good dudes. Those well, are the only guys I know. Secret. James is a uh, James is one of the old. Uh, or no, I know Dave too. What the fuck? Double double guests on Boys yeah. Podcast. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he he's an awesome guy. He did a comedy set before our hundredth mm-hmm. episode at Speakeasy, and uh, one of the few reoccurring guests on the show. And he does those crazy those really crazy cool art shows yeah, at yeah, the, the Speakeasy. The curating, the yeah, art shows. that's yeah, insane. Super They're cool. super awesome. There's another one coming up called Mechanical Animal. He got embarrassed because I we were having beers at the speed the other night. And I was like, "Dude, the what, like the Marilyn Manson song, man." He goes, "What?" I was like, "Mechanic Mechanic Man's with the Manson record had dope show." And he goes, "Started to pull it up on Spotify." And he goes, "Damn it!" I'm like, "No, it's still like, a cool name that, for what yeah. you're, the show." I'll just show up my you thought you thought of something. Yeah, yeah. I'll show up. Like, I'll dust yeah, off the old fish. Yeah, yeah. the old boys yeah, show. Wait, bring, yeah. bring it back around. And bring your cousin. No, that that <laughs> band is sick. By marriage. Uh, By marriage, yeah, yeah, twice removed. I think Don't Make Ghosts is a really good local band. Some some good friends of ours kind of has a very uh, Husker Dewey kind of a vibe to them. They're great. Check them out. Uh, Lacey Elaine Tackett, her solo shit is insane. It's two basses, two bass players. She plays bass and sings and a drummer. Some of the coolest shit I've heard in a long time. And then last week at Speakeasy, I bartended at Speakeasy again. Shout out to the first week at Speakeasy. Uh, it was a band's first show. Keep an eye out for them. They're called Audio Book Club. They're crazy good. Oh yeah, what's like the genre that those guys are in? It's a little bit of everything. So it, it yeah, I hate to put them in a box, but well, you can't. There, there. Some of it's kind of rocking with like a an indie rock and roll kind of a vibe, and then some of it's kind of shoegazy. Some of it's kind of garage rocky. But it, 
their set is mixed really well. And it was their first show. They mixed their set really well to where it's got a good flow to it. And they're younger kids, so I'm sure you're, you'll be seeing a lot more from them. Sick. Yeah. And Robbie, you said you were into Net. Was that, was that the one that you're yeah. you like uh, into? Uh, another NET. recurring guest, yeah. Tommy McKenzie, man. Uh, he works with oh, us. Oh, that's Tommy. Okay, Yeah, cool. yeah he works with us and uh, got members of the, the Copperheads and mm-hmm. some other people. And uh, great, great new approach to kind of old sounding music. If I, if I can be so bold, kind of new wavy, kind of angular, synthy, cool, but yeah, not your typical like guitar bass drum yeah, stuff. Yeah. I mean, plenty of guitar, plenty of drums, plenty of bass, but like cool synth lines, just to me, they're, they're super underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, another band, this goes back to the podcast before boys, uh, a little band called Dr. Smith. Yeah. I think they were made famous by uh, Tosh.0. Really oh, famous. I say that infamous, loosely. infamous by Tosh.0. But they're these group of dads that practice out in Choctaw. And if you are so inclined, YouTube search Dr. Smith zombie bitches kicking people's ass. Holy fuck, you will not be let down. Great title, you won't That's, be disappointed. You know what? That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Check That's it out. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, let's say hit your Forrest Gump on that shit and just walk off, dude. Speaking of great movies. <laughs> when, Second when favorite movie the, of all time? Probably. Yeah. What did you say? Avatar, Forrest oh, Gump. Yeah, Gump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Mall Sluts, right under that. <laughs> yeah. And then College Co-Ed's right under that. Oh, oh two. The yeah, sequel. the second one. Only and time the when the sequel one. was better than the original. Exactly. The squeakle. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. A squeakle. <laughs> oh, boy. No, I mean, <laughs> well, like, it's cool to see like the local scene, and you kind of mentioned Jim, uh, James's art shows. Mm-hmm. There's so much cool shit going on that, you know, it's that even a few years ago wasn't happening. And so is that oh, this kind wasn't of the, here? This. Yeah, yeah. The tower was just like, you know, decrepit and run down. What's the like, beautiful thing about OKC, man? It's like this melting definitely. pot of music, food, culture, people, everything, man. Like mm-hmm. it's cheap to live here, which is awesome. That's a one. I have to admit. Oh, dude, yeah. I, live in, I live in Bethany. Man. I know. I live not far from yeah. you. I live in Yukon. Fucking cheap, dude. It is. Shoestring. Shoestring. Shoestring people Shoestring are paying. Bitch. I have a friend in Austin that's paying as much. Actually, he's paying a little bit more for a studio apartment to rent than yeah. what I'm paying for my mortgage on my four-bedroom yeah, house. Four-bedroom? Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Hero bro? Like, premium. Like some, some people just need to be... <laughs> I have a sugar mama, don't worry. <laughs> some people just need to be in that, like... Again, like I said, like Lawrence was a cool place to go when we were out of high school. Lawrence yeah, yeah. and Dallas, like Deep Ellum, and and then Austin became like the cool place to go. Right. But eventually, it gets saturated and oversaturated. Definitely, and I think that's kind of like we got a buddy that lives down in Austin too, and he said you you definitely feel it like get overcrowded. And like this isn't even cool anymore. And not like it's got to be cool. It's like it's 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 losing what. Well, made yeah, it because cool. so many yeah. it's just oversaturated. Like you're yeah. saying, you're like fuck, like. And maybe eventually Oklahoma City. We haven't even got to the point to where we're cool yet. So uh, it's a matter of we're time. We're getting there, though, yeah. I give it five years before we're cool. We're bona fide cool. Yeah, bona fide like cool. I've heard people a lot of people talking about Denver being to that area where it's like so many people are moving it's there. It's too much, dude. Yeah, it's, like it's the fucking, weed. It's the weed. Yeah, Let's exactly. be honest. But like, that's what's going to happen with Oklahoma. We, we've done recreation. Uh, it's medicinal recreational is going to come around the corner and eventually we'll become one of the, if we do it before Texas, we'll be the hub. We'll be the place everyone comes and then they're going to start moving here and then pricing of everything's going to go up. People are going to have to move out to Bethany mm-hmm. and crowd you guys a space in Yukon. Right. Come on out to the Yukon yeah. district. Hey, we got plenty got of a, room. I got an Airbnb in the backyard, bro. <laughs> or we'll just keep it cool. Maybe that's the thing Oklahoma City can do is like, well, just, you know what? We're just going to keep it us. It's cool. 
I hope so. Yeah. I don't want it to be ruined because I, I, I lived in Austin for a while. Loved it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I moved there for like a year, year and a half or so back in like 2004. I uh, went down there to play music and stuff. Day-day. Played in a stoner rock band. Shredded some bass for a while. Yeah, man. Came back. <laughs> and, uh, loved it back then. Went back to visit. Not for me. Yeah. Like, love to visit. Would not want to live yeah. there. That Too many saying, people. You know? yeah. We went there after we graduated. After my, me and my wife graduated the same, uh, like, at the same semester that we all graduated. You graduated that semester, right? The fall? Yep. Or spring, was it? Or you graduated fall? Whatever you say. Okay. <laughs> But we graduated the same semester is what yeah. I'm saying. And uh, for like our trip or whatever, it's like, oh, it was done with school trip. We went down to Austin and it's cool. But yeah, it was like by the time we were like, oh, this place is great to visit. Like how many <laughs> yeah. vegan biscuit places do I need? Really? Yeah. yeah. Aren't they all? No. But that, again, like Tower, Tower, Tower was a thing when we were in high school and bands could come play here. But even then it was like just a shithole. It was shitty. No, it I mean, was you're right. Super yeah. shitty. It's nice and gentrified over here now, though. Well. Just like I like it, you know? <laughs> no, but honestly, honestly, like all joking aside, like I played at Tower Theater when I was 17 in my sweet ass new metal band, Modern Angel. Uh, Geocities.com slash Modern Angel 69. Oh, shit. Uh, you could do yeah. the Wayback Machine and find that probably. Oh, God, yeah. don't. Oh, Please shit. don't. Do but what dude, Josh just no, said. It was a shithole. It was like roof leaking. I remember my guitar cable sitting in a puddle on the stage. Like, Holy you know, shit. before it plugged into the pedal board, like, it was coiled in a puddle of water. Yeah, that's insane. That's like death waiting to happen, yeah. dude. It's like some Final Destination shit. Totally. Yeah. And we were playing with a bunch of like shitty metal dad bands or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's Dr. really Smith. turned it around here, man. Like I've, I've only been to a few shows here, but fucking tight. And yeah. it's cool that we get to sit here and do this, man. Yeah, yeah and, it's and dope. I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate the everything. opportunity, For man. For sure. Well, yeah, I really appreciate you guys coming on the show and like, you know, nerding out with me and talking about porn and everything. Yeah, and yeah. Like I said, I hope, <laughs> yeah. I hope we didn't dirty it up we'll do too an all, much. We'll man. do an all porn episode one day. Oh, can we, guys can we screen some on this beautiful exactly. television? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, why don't you guys tell people where they can find Boys Podcast, where they can stream it, all that good stuff. Uh, boyspodcast.com is where you can find links to all of our stuff. Our links to our Facebook, Instagram, uh, our SoundCloud. All that. It's a. Would you dare to say it's a? a it's hub, a. I would say it's a, a hub, hub of all, of all things, things boys, boys yeah. perhaps. Boys is available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube. Please rate, review, subscribe. You can email us too at voiceatvoicepodcast.com. We do this thing with people. So if you if you write us an email, go listen to us first. And if you like it, if you don't, write us a little email, put your physical address in it, and we send you out free stickers. We have a shit ton of stickers. We just like giving out free shit. You might see our stickers around town too. I'd like to say thank you to Vanessa House for sponsoring the Tunes Tunes podcast. VanessaHouse.google. Just Google it. Google, Google it. it. <laughs> VanessaHouse.google. Lastly, thank you, Harold, for yeah, inviting us on the show. This is fun. We really appreciate it. Hey, yeah, appreciate you guys coming out. And as always, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast. That's T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can listen to us on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your finer podcasts. So thanks, fellas. Thank, Thank you, you, man. It's good. 